Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Asian Globe podcast. I'm Jackie, and I'm here today for a special episode with Bison Candles founder, Brandon. Bison Candles are scented soy candles inspired by nostalgic Asian flavors. I'll hand it over to Brandon to do a quick little intro, and if you want to talk about some of the scents that you have and why you got started with Bison. Sure. Thanks, Jackie, for having me today. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your podcast. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've been listening kind of right when we met at the beginning of 2020. I think we yeah. we met each other through like one of those Facebook groups. It might have been Asian Creative Network or something like that. But that's also when I, I launched Bison Candle Co. We, we officially launched in October 2020. I named it Bison Candle Co. because I was feeling homesick and I really wanted to like surround myself with these nostalgic Asian scents and fruits and flowers that I, I grew up with, but I struggled finding those scents in the market. So that's why I wanted to focus and create my own little marketplace of scents that we would be f- familiar with. What kind of flavors do you guys offer? And do you want to promote your latest new flavor that's coming out? <laughs> sure. Some of the flavors that we have are like Vietnamese coffee. We have lychee red tea. The newest scent that we actually released is ube pancakes. And with that scent, we we launched a new product too, which is our glass candles. It's a 10 ounce candle, so it's a little bit bigger than our our typical metal tins, but it's a different look, so I'm really I'm really proud of uh, how far we've come with just like expanding our our s- selection. Mhm. And what were you doing before this? So you started this during the pandemic. Tell us about what were you doing right before the pandemic started? So right before the pandemic, I was working at a digital marketing SaaS company where we were helping our clients take a look at their website, do some audit website audits, and really just help them rank better on Google's search engine. So when you search candles or Asian candles or a certain keyword, you want to be ranked number one or two so everyone can see you know, your page as opposed to anyone else. So that was where, where we came in and helped them take a look at their strategy and what kind of low, uh, low hanging fruit opportunities there were for them to utilize and just turn that traffic into their own. Mm-hmm. And then did you quit your full time or were you doing buy sun candles as a side hustle? So I actually wasn't doing buy sun candles in conjuncture with this, this nine to five job, but I've had, you know, an entrepreneurial spirit since high, my high school days, I guess. <laughs> And I, I think it was about time to really just bet on Brandon for 2020 going on. You saw a lot of, you know, people creating their own businesses and we're in the day of like the, the creator economy, right? So mm-hmm. being able to kind of foster and nurture a community and learn about what they want to hear, what they want to see, what they want to smell and give a place to represent their stories and what they grew up with allow me to, you know, just go with it. And do you want to explain to the listeners what Baisan really means? Sure. So Baisan in Cantonese means to like to pray or to uh, worship your ancestors. I mean, you could use it as a noun or a verb. So if you were to go Baisan, you you go to like the the temples to verbally Baisan, I guess. (laughs) And I really wanted to pay an homage to like all the, the stories and the upbringings that and the lessons that my grandma and relatives in Hong Kong mm-hmm. shared with me. But I wanted to have more of a modern and playful twist to these scents and not just have like sandalwood for <laughs> all my candle scents, right? So thinking about the experience of going to go buy sun during the summers was, I think about like the the snacks and all the foods that my, my grandparents had to bribe me with just to trek all the way up the mountains. But those are, those are happy, nostalgic memories to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to portray in these candles. Mm-hmm. I... I love that just because 
Now, I know enough Chinese to get through, but I'm still learning a lot. But the one word that always stands out is Baisan. And I have this weird thing. And April always looks at me and she's like, what are you talking about? Because uh, say if we do all the traditions and are praying and stuff, and you have like the fruit bowl, right? Like you have fruits everywhere. Mm-hmm. And say if my mom cuts me fruit and she hands it over and I'm like, where did you get this? Like, where'd you get this orange? She's oh, like from Baisan. And I was like, I just prayed <laughs> to the God. That's their food. But I know you're like supposed to eat it in honor. And, and things like that but to me I'm like oh, I can't eat that you know it's not <laughs> exactly no I feel the same way like we always have apples and oranges if you look at my my dish washing rack right now there's like probably at least half a dozen or a dozen of oranges right there <laughs> but yeah I feel you on that mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so now working on bison where do you see it long term where do you plan to take it so at first, I mean, since we're we're only at about our 18-month mark right now, it's not even two years, I'm really happy with how far we've come. I didn't expect to, you know, be able to support myself for the first year, but we became profitable after like month two or three. That gave me kind of like a, a cushion to not worry so much about the finances, but to really focus on creativity and just creating a solid product for people to really have. Just because especially like when you're typically buying candles in store, you can hold it, you can smell it, you can see it. But like when you're when you're buying something online, you can't experience this for yourself. So it really means a lot that our customers and fans are trusting us with their their money. <laughs> <laughs> I've even seen you guys in stores now, like Pearl Market and places in Chinatown. So I think you've been making a big step hitting, hitting the stores. And it's really cool because I remember buying like a big batch of different kinds of flavors and it's so cool to see you going from online to now in stores and, and making that connection yeah for sure like pearl river mart has definitely been a huge champion for our our, our brand um joanne she's the founder and ceo she's not the founder but she's the ceo of the company right now they've been going through like some struggles during the pandemic like you know a lot of businesses have but They've really come out of the ashes and they've even onboarded us to have our candles being carried there. So being able to have our our customers and potential customers walk in stores and say, oh, I I know that word. Just like how you said bison, they see bison on a candle like, oh, I want to open this. I want to feel this. I want to smell it. Mm -hmm. And it just gives them a place to have their first experience with Bison Candle Company. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to dig into more of the AAPI niches that you've been doing too. I know that recently you've donated to Slanted too and we got to see you during their big event. Um, I'd love to know how you're involved and what else you've been doing. Yeah, for sure. That's a great question actually. I'm very lucky. I don't have to do a lot of outreach. Every single opportunity I've had to collaborate with these said organizations have than them reaching out to me through word of mouth. I don't, it might be just because I've worked with one organization and they said, hey, Bison Candle Company is great to work with. I think they would love to, you know, partner with you as well. And how have you felt joining the AAPI community has helped you overall? Ooh, that's a hard question. I definitely have leaned on my friends who, you know, are Asian Americans. I, if I'm unfamiliar with like a certain scent or, or uh, ingredient that I want to have in my candles, then I'll reach out to them and get some clarification or education. For example, like the ube pancakes, I'm, I'm not Filipino, but <laughs> the Filipino culture does use ube a lot. So I really want to make sure to reach out to my Filipino friends and learn more about the culture and, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. And especially having those scents where it's to each person, it is also different, but so nostalgic where you can say ube and everyone knows like it clicks in their head. 
our family grew up eating taro more than ube, mm. but they're, they're they have similar you know flavors and scents to them. But yeah, maybe I'll have a taro taro <laughs> candle in the future as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Speaking of, I love to dig into the process of everything, more focused on building the candles themselves and then how you've been doing it on the marketing side. So focusing on the candles, how do you usually come up with these scents and how are you getting all these flavors? How are you measuring things? What does that process really look like? Yeah, so I, I'll typically just like have a aha moment be like, oh, I remember that one flavor or one candy that I that I enjoyed as a kid and kind of just build off the like what it smells like. I, well, I put myself in that scenario of enjoying that food again and like replicating what that tastes like or smells like. I might even just go to like the, the local Chinatown <laughs> and grab grab it myself, like white rabbit candy. And then I'll just think, oh, it has vanilla notes. It smells like this. I think I could use these two scents or two, these two oils together and find a good ratio to make it smell the most authentic. There are a lot of, you know, candle supplier, candle making suppliers locally and nationwide. So I, I kind of go through my list and just see what's available. If you look at my like fragrance sampler box right now, there's like probably 150 just like collected. So I'll first take a look at that and be like, oh, I'm missing this or I need to add to this and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gotten one of the candle recipes done in one try or is it always reiterating it? How many reiterations do you go through to get the final one? Oh, so for just based on scents, like just the wax in the candle itself, I would say probably four iterations and takes about two weeks. Mm -hmm. so the fastest I've done is just one shot. I was like, this smells exactly like it. And it's just one pour and I'm good to go. But typically my, my candles, I have, they usually have about a 10 to 13% fragrance percent load, mm. fragrance oil percentage load. That I will tinker with just to see if I wanted to, if I want the candle to smell stronger or a little bit more subtle. Mm -hmm. How are you clearing your so it's like you don't get overwhelmed by the smell too often? Because I was actually just making candles with April Jojo and some friends of ours, and next thing you know, like all of our hands have essential oils everywhere. There's <laughs> It's all over our our tables, and then we come back after going to the movies, and you're engulfed with the smell, and all of a sudden we're like, how do we how do we get rid of this, or how do we fix that? For sure, I mean, fun fact and pro tip: like if you have uh, ground coffee beans or espresso beans around you, that's a good way to like clear up your nasal palate, mm. and then I guess you could like start working with a different fragrance oil and not just just not be nose blind throughout that process. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite flavor? Oh, it's like asking me which one's my favorite child. Like, uh, <laughs> Very true. I think Vietnamese coffee is a, is a great one to go to. You know, mm -hmm. coffee is a worldwide known drink. So it's it's really nostalgic to me because we, we grew up drinking Vietnamese coffee all the time. We we never drank like Folgers or Starbucks or anything like that. It's always just Cafe Du Monde. Um, <laughs> it really... With yeah. the chicory. With the chicory. <laughs> <laughs> I remember growing up, I would open up the instant Vietnamese coffee for my mom while she's getting ready upstairs before she goes to work. I would literally go downstairs and heat up just the instant coffee. And that was my daily job to do every morning. And my mom is addicted to coffee now <laughs> but it's so therapeutic it's, it's just it raised us to be the coffee <laughs> addict we are now so right when you talk about Vietnamese candles and one thing that I've been wanting to try especially at a coffee shop is like the the egg drop coffee mm. 
I had egg drop coffee for the first time in South Africa. And I was like, what is this? <gasps> what? But it was really good. It was really, really good. I will never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> is there any sense that you are still working on? Like the ones that you just can't get right or ones that you've made and then by the time you show other people, they're like, whoa, I, I don't think this is it. No, so I, I actually have a really long list of like scents that I'm working on, but I tend to get lazy and not lazy, but I just work on the ones that do work hmm. and put the ones that don't work on the side. One that I did work on that I'm really proud of is the uh, Sneak Peek. It's a fresh steamed rice scent and Ooh. I don't see that on the market anywhere. Yeah. But even when I was testing it out, like my mom came, in, came downstairs, she was like, I don't remember cooking rice. I was like, I'm making candles, mom. Oh my god! You're not making rice. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. It's like when you come home and there's like freshly made food, but really it's just candles when you're not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing, but happy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to know now that you're in stores, how have you been going from direct to consumer, doing it online, to now being on shelves? And you know, how is that moment for you to be able to see these things right in front? Well, locally, I don't, I'm not in a lot of local stores in Delaware, um, which is where, where we're based and where I'm pouring these candles. So I am shipping out, you know, large orders to New York, to LA. I do want to stop by Pearl River Mart sometime soon and visit, you know, you and the girls and Pearl River Mart. But it's, it's a really good feeling to actually see your product that you designed from scratch. You, you did research and design through hours of testing, it's finally on, on, the, on the shelves, right? And then people are, you know, wanting to buy your product. Like that's their hard earned money that they, <laughs> they earn. So um, it's just a really good feeling. I'd love to know just funny stories of when you're building and things that have happened. Because I, I know that you posted one Instagram story where you accidentally bumped into the table. And then oh, suddenly, gosh. like, is that like a botched batch? Like, what do you do after? What happens then? Yeah, so I... Starting from the very beginning, the first mistake I ever made was buying my candle making equipment off Amazon. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, I'll just buy a pitcher. And mm -hmm. I'm familiar with this one pitcher because I used to be a barista and it's one of those metal spouts. Little did I know that was only enough to pour like one candle at a time. Oh, no. And as a business, you can't do that. That's just not sustainable. So uh, I ended up having to buy more pitchers and down the lines, month, months down the lines, I upgraded to what is used a lot in the candle maker world like you see a lot of people making their own wax melters out of presto pots mm -hmm. so they'll buy fresh presto pots from like walmart or amazon or wherever it may be and like drill a hole into it and like put a, put like a spout into it so you can turn or like open like turn on turn off mm -hmm. it's like a nozzle and then after that i was like i can't keep filling this up you know 10 15 times a day mm -hmm. we were producing maybe about 150 candles a week or so oh, wow. Yeah, and I I could see us like approaching the two hundred candles a week mark. That's when we upgraded to like a digiboil, which is typically made for like brewing beer and kombucha. <laughs> um, but if you turn it on, it just the wax will melt and it'll just act as like one of those big mm -hmm. presto pots. But one time when I was using like the DIY presto pot at home, I I turned it on, but I forgot to like close it, so. It, the wax started leaking out when I was like reheating and melting. Oh no. And I came back to like a puddle of just like heared wax on the ground already hardened. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to be a mess to clean up. <laughs> uh huh. What do you do when you do have like a botch batch? Is there a way to like fix those kinds of things when the wick is off centered and things like that? Or 
how do you kind of come back from a bad trip? Yeah, so if sometimes we do have some imperfections with candles, so there'll be like air bubbles, or if I'm missing, like if I have zero cotton wick candles left and I, I do have like five, some wooden wicks remaining, I'll take out one of those wooden wicks with like a an apple core, take a heat gun, melt it on the bottom and just like take the wick out and then replace it with another cotton wick and that's, it'll just look like a brand new candle. Did you super glue you that? You take the apple core. I did super, well, oh. it's it's hot glue. A hot glue, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hot glue. Funny enough, I was using like a toaster oven to <laughs> melt all my, not melt, but like heat all my metal tins just because I could heat about 15 or 15 or so at one time instead of using a glue gun and like gluing one at a time. I could just have them heat it all at once. Oh my God. Wait, so you would like open the toaster oven and then like put that in? <laughs> that That's hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but it, it really, it really got the job going faster. So I know during the pandemic too, you were all over Clubhouse. How have you been marketing this and kind of getting that word out there? So on Clubhouse, I actually haven't been really pushing my business brand, Buy Some Candle Co. It's always been people being interested in seeing me, just like seeing my journey as a new entrepreneur. And I mean, I would say that I have had some success and being able to tell these stories and give any pointers or tips on how I got there. Mm -hmm. I think that's what really drew people into wanting to know more about Buy Some Candle Co. and then Brandon, as opposed to like Brandon and then Buy Some Candle Co. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, explain a little more about that too, because, you know, you have your new entrepreneur journey. What does that look like? Was it a lot of ups, a lot of downs? Was it hard? Do you find it, it was meant to be? Was this part of your journey? I think there's a lot of like waves in regards to just like the entrepreneurial mentality. This is my first time starting a business, first time betting on myself and, you know, going into a new business, you're going to be a little bit scared and worried about the outcomes. Will people want to buy my stuff? Will people think this is not a good product? Is just this not a good idea? But having, you know, the community to really reassure what I'm doing is legit. And it's just a really good validating points that I'm hearing from my friends. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get any pushback from your family members or friends and so on? No, honestly, I, I'm pretty lucky to have uh, really supportive family members and friends. So oh, that's sweet. no, no complaints there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find them lighting up these candles all around the house too? It's Indulge. funny because, yeah, we, we grew up, you know, burning candles until we found out that my brother has like a no sensitivity and we couldn't oh. burn them anymore because he was, he would have, he would have nosebleeds. <gasps> oh no. The reason why that was because a lot of the candles back then were made with like paraffin wax and that's not the best for you or the environment nowadays you see candles made being made with like soy wax or beeswax something that's more environmentally friendly and just doesn't have carcinogens right so while i'm making new candles using these like new products my mom will bring out like the i don't want to call them family heirlooms but like <laughs> pretty candles that she never burnt from like 10 years ago uh -huh. And then she's burning them like left and right. She's like, I don't want this. Who cares? <laughs> like you say, you saved all this for 10 years. Oh now my gosh. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny to see her letting go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know with each package, you usually have these, you know, Chinese letters, stamps and handwritten notes. How, how did you pick those and how did and choose? Because I know you have like a bunch of like eight different stamps, all with different Chinese lettering, which is really cool. Thank you. Honestly, I since I don't read or write Chinese, but I, I appreciate the, the elegance and beauty behind like calligraphy. And I just take a look at the scriptures and I'll see, oh, this looks this looks really nice. Dad, can you tell me what this translates to? And if it's something, you know, that's 
that sounds nice, that has great meaning behind it, it's, it's positive meaning instead of like a negative meaning, then I'll try to translate that into a more aesthetically pleasing form. And then I'll, 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 I'll use a linoleum pad and etch out, I'll etch it out the design after I create it on Procreate on my oh, iPad. So you made your own stance basically. Oh, much, I thought yeah. you bought them from like a creator and had that, but oh, so what are these? What are some stamps? What do they mean? What do they say? Some of the stamps they're not they're not characters, but they're more like icons or not icons. What are they called? Um, kind of like lettering or yeah, like this isn't like a character, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, more like symbol. I forget what it's called. It's like prosperity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. For like, for example, the coffee, the coffee logo that I have, not logo, but like uh, seal that I have, it kind of looks like a coffee pot, but <laughs> you can still read that it's coffee. Yeah. Are you now moving all of your current flavors into all the glass manufacturing and things like that? Or are you going to have both? I'm going to have both, but I'm not sure if I'm going to continue with every single scent. I think we have mm. close to 12 to 15 cents right now. And I'm thinking about keeping all this inventory right it's gonna be a hassle it's not a hassle but just a lot yeah um just something to think about moving forward and now as we are reaching in i'd love to talk about just the future so what's next for buy sun candles and for brandon yourself i think the next step is to just get to be in more retail stores and have our name get out there ideally like i would like to do more pop-up shops just to have my face be out there more as well mm -hmm. but that would require to have a team make that i can be sure that if i were to take a step away like every operation would just still be running smoothly mm -hmm. and you know as a first-time entrepreneur it is a little bit hard to kind of let go um of what i build and like I don't know. This is a lot to think about. <laughs> Any extra hints at the new sense? Because so we got one already with the rice, which I'm super excited about. Any other ones that you can you can hint out? Yeah, some super nostalgic scents that I I'm really proud of working on right now is the sweet red bean. Um, sweet red bean is it's not a typical dessert or flavor you find in America, but you find them a lot in like desserts, pastries. I think there are some like savory dishes with red bean i may be wrong but yeah Ooh, exciting i would love to see it's a chinese snack it's like this big right and it has the little disc and you can chew on those do you know what i'm talking about haw flakes i think so wait hawthorn me... flakes yes those i would yeah. love to see that i like would eat those literally it eaten to the point where like i can't eat anymore <laughs> i specifically remember eating them here growing up because my my grandma would take care of me while my parents like went to work right mm -hmm. and those were the only like sweet snacks or treats she would just push over and over again to me mm -hmm. right so we had those all the time a lot of these asian candies if it's kind of like if you know you know because now i don't see them and then sometimes i'm like damn should i just go to chinatown just to just to buy them and also i would love an egg tart candle i kid you not i'm craving egg tart all the time noted egg tart <laughs> candle for jackie yes <laughs> thank you so much brandon for just discussing your time on bison candles and i'm sure that all the listeners out there when you're talking about a lot of these scents and where they can go to kind of get that nostalgic feeling back when you're talking about ube pancakes and white rabbit and yuzu um, and i know you're coming out with a lot more so i'm really excited to see them do you want to share all of your socials and where people can find you and where to get these amazing candles yeah you can find us mostly on instagram i'm trying to work on tiktok for 2022 as well but our instagram handle is at buy sun candle co and it's b-a-i-s-u-n 
Candle Co. Mm -hmm. Same with on, on TikTok as well. Perfect. Definitely <laughs> hit up and get all your nostalgic Asian flavors. <laughs>